2024, you lovable people. You have found NH Unscripted, as though you didn't know that, right? Oh, we are your first, your last, your everything. I am your Barry White-like host, Ray Dudley. Can you feel the love? Can you feel my chubby arms kind of metaphorically reaching out to you there? We are so happy to have you back, you listeners. We love you. We are coming to you from the mountaintop digs of the WKXL studios, high above Concord. You know the routine. Time to get out those Swanson frozen TV dinners, fire up the RCA radio, warm up those tubes, because we have another potentially award-winning show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if that uh, radio is warmed up enough, flip that knob to to uh, the AM side and scroll on up to 1450 AM. See if you can hear me. Can you, can you, can you, can you hear me now? Can you, can you? Yeah, of course you can. You know that. Flip it on over to the FM side. Can you hear me now? 103.9 FM. Can you, can you, can you, can you hear me now? Yeah, of course. That's my dulcet tones, yes. And you beautiful folks in Manchester, 101.9 FM. You know the drill. And we do have an internet presence. It's nhtalkradio.com. I'll get into a little bit more of that later on. I do need to take a moment to thank my sponsor, Lakes Region Fence in Guilford, LRFence.com. Okay, look, it's the new year. Go out on your back porch. Take a look at that fence that's looking like an old war memorial. Your neighbors are complaining. It's time to upgrade. Time to get rid of that foolish thing. Go out to LRFence.com. Click on the button. They will give you a free estimate. I love coupons and I love free. Yes, sir. And I love applesauce and mashed banana. Never mind that. LRFence.com, Lakes Region Fence in Guilford. They do it all. Horse corrals, pool fencing, they do property lines. Come on, you know, pickleball courts. Come on, get, call Matt. Give him a break. Get out there, get a free estimate, and then get a cup of coffee, sit down, go out to LRFence.com and look at all the fine pictures. You'll spend hours out there, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've seen their work up in, up close up close. Matt and his crew do wonderful, wonderful work. Thank you, Matt, for sponsoring our show. We love you guys up there at LRFence.com. Yes, you heard me rushing through all of that, all of that, because I'm excited to have my guest in studio today. This is the man who has been called the voice of God Jim Regato. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Ray. That was quite an introduction. Well, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Hot the Man Cave. Dude, it is so good to see you. Oh, same here. Same It's been been a long time. I know, I know. Well, we did the 20th anniversary thing for the Winnie. Right. And but even then we were not really spending much time together together. Right. Dude, you're looking good. Well, thank you. Thank you. This is my new look for 24. I'm impressed. This just happened yesterday. What? Yeah. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I woke up and all of a sudden I was white. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to remark over the the lack of black, jet black hair. What's going on? It must be nice to have hair to do that with. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't have to wear a hat. (laughs) I know. You caught me. That's that's, uh, one of the reasons, baby. It makes me look like I got a fuller head of hair. (laughs) So is this... Is this on purpose, or was this for just to let it go? Uh, this is on purpose. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I have a, uh, a role coming up, and um, I'm kind of getting ready for it. What? Yeah, hopefully. Okay, we'll you went there at rabbit hole time. <clears throat> What's coming up? 
Well, um, uh, there's a play that I've been looking at called oh. The Ferryman, okay. which is really a very cool play uh, about an Irish family uh, in the throes of uh, when the IRA and the uh, Ireland were at war. And uh, there's a part in there that I think I would like to do. And Local? Is I that a local have to thing? Be. That's going to be up at the Winnipesaukee Playhouse. What? It is. And um, auditions will be coming up, I would think, fairly soon. Yeah. But they're going to need somebody that looks like this. Huh. Interesting. So, oh, so many questions. I, I have I've been holding them back um, ever since you said you'd do this because this, there's just so many things I, I need to know from you. Um, so, you just speaking of the Winnie, you just finished mm-hmm. their uh, panto. Yes, their uh, traditional British panto, which most people in America have no clue what it is. Correct. When they think of the word panto, that there's no language, there's no sound. Well, it's completely opposite. And what a panto is, it's a rewrite of a children's fairy tale. The one we did was uh, Cinderella. And uh, it's written. it was written by Neil Pankhurst, um, who lives who now. I don't know if you know. He, uh, he's a resident of England. He went back? He went back. I didn't back. know that. Yep. He bought a house. What? And, yeah, yeah, he bought a house. He's there a little more than six months a year. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I'm stunned. I did, I did not know that. Yeah, he's there. But what he did is he takes these uh, these children's fairy tales, rewrites them, um, so that they're kind of a lot of double entendres. They're meant. It's a family show. Most of the jokes go over the head of the kids, like Saturday cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the adults love it. It's a very irreverent. Um, Always a musical. Raucous. New music or modern music. One of the songs I had to do was Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. I mean, when would you, was the last time you saw that in, in Cinderella? Um, um, and I it's, can it's honestly hilarious. say never. Never. That's right. But they're like, uh, oh, It's Raining Men was in it. Um, How big a cast a, was it? Oh, my gosh. There were, uh, I think there were eight of us. Yeah, That's small? Oh, I thought it was bigger than that. Uh, well, that didn't incl- include the dancers. Got you. There was an ensemble also, but it was a professional production, and the actors came from all across the U.S., yeah. uh, some from L.A., Chicago, a lot of them from New York. Were one. these people who had already performed at the Winnie? Did he no, bring Some back? of them, this is the first time. Really? Yeah, they came out just for that? Two. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, and it was a tremendous production. As a matter of fact, he broke all ticket sales uh, mm. for any of his pantos. And this is, was the 10th one. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. And it's, uh, it is so much fun. I got to play a role that is not in the original Cinderella script. I was Baron Basil Hardup. And I owned, don't laugh, I owned okay. Stony Broke Hall. <laughs> and the whole premise of, of it, would. of course. And the premise was that uh, I was flat broke. I had no money. And I had to, so I went west, young man. And I, so I went to the United States and I went to Texas and I found myself a, a bride with money who was just, Warren Buffett actually offered me a good deal to take her off his hands. Really? Yes. This is so an this incredible backstory. This is a backstory. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is what I do, you know. <laughs> And it was just so much fun that um, you find out later on that not only do I not have any money, but she doesn't have any money either. So now she has to try to get her two siblings 
to uh, marry the prince, Prince Charming. This is a huge distortion. <laughs> a huge distortion. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, people really enjoyed it. It's the type of uh, production, uh, well, unlike any other one, you break the fourth wall. Yeah. So in other words, you're working with the audience. You have the audience responding every time that um, my man Buttons, who was my um, bellhop, I guess you could say, he had full button vests, full of buttons and whatnot. Every time he came out, he would say, uh, hiya, everyone, or hiya, kids. And they would say, and he'd want the whole audience to respond, lower buttons, and you say, what the heck does that mean? Higher buttons, lower buttons. And then when Cinderella <laughs> would come out. Welcome to the panto. That's right. And then when Cinderella would come out, you say, is everyone all, all right? And the audience would have to respond, no, we're half left. Oh, all right. Neil, half stop. Left. You're killing me. <laughs> Neil. But that's the kind of humor. And there it was is. a lot of crazy, crazy things that went on. But it was a lot of fun. And we did 16 performances. Dang, man. Yeah, with one week of rehearsal. Just a lot of work. You know, you've been in it. I was in the one we did, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack and the Beanstalk. It was so great. You were the Beanstalk, weren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I got to play the villain, thankfully. And it's so cool to be able to do that with the audience, right? You come out and they're booing you and hissing you Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. It doesn't get any better. I know. And it really, it's it's exactly what you want, right? You get real interaction with the audience, you know. And they're having a ball. It's Christmas time. They're seeing something they've never seen. Absolutely. And it's become a tradition at the Playhouse. Um, I remember years ago, I I mentioned to Neil that we should do a Christmas carol or it's a wonderful life or something like that. Which we've done, yeah. but uh, he said, no, 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 I want to do something different. Huh. Nailed so that. <laughs> he did, and he started these pantos, and everybody said, what is a panto? I, I know. don't know what that is. I know. Well, now people know. Do you hear that music? It's time to pay some bills. Meanwhile, Jim and I, we're going to fire up our Swanson TV dinners. I'm partial to the Salisbury steak. He's getting turkey and gravy. We'll be back in a few seconds because I got so much more. That was just the start. Hang on, NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We're coming back. to be working in my pajamas host Ray Dudley we are coming to you from the spa like conditions of the WKXL studios deep 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 in the bunkers deep in the bunkers and you can find us at WKXL 1450 AM 103.9 FM that's in Concord 101.9 FM in Manchester we have a web presence yes we do nhtalkradio.com, where you can stream us live. Yep, there's a button for that. You can find the archives of this show and all of the other great programs that go on out here, but don't go out there yet. Come on, you know the drill. In studio with me is my good friend, Jim Regatta. We have so much to catch up on. I can't believe they let me do this. Unbelievable, Jim. By the way, you 
you're looking great, really, seriously. Oh, um, thank you. Did you um did you enjoy the twentieth um, anniversary of the Winnie thing? I did. Yeah, I did enjoy too. it. I got to uh, reprise a role that I hadn't done in almost twenty years. Yeah. Uh, I did John Proctor from The Crucible, which I played. That was the very first production they had done, and um, oh, you and Ken, right? Yeah, Ken and John Paquato. Yeah. And uh, it was really, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. And I, and I love doing it. Yeah. And you, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were great, too. <laughs> you were great, too. Checks in the mail. <laughs> so tell me, I want to um, talk to you about the uh, Rockin' Daddios. Yeah. It always comes up because I love it. I love them. I never get out to see it enough. But I have questions. Um, one of the highlights of my life we're seeing you guys at the casino. I know you're not there anymore, <laughs> but there was just something special about A, knowing you guys, B, seeing you perform live in concert at a casino and people were out of their minds happy. To see, once you guys started, they all instantly get up, they're dancing, they're having a ball. You know, there's something about that genre of music mm-hmm. that... Um, just, I think, touches many, many, many people, which is why it sticks around. Tell us a little bit about the current status of the Daddios and sure. your schedule. and Tell us a little bit about how it even gets started. Certainly. Well, actually, <laughs> the starting of the Rockin' Daddios started right here in Concord. Um, and you may have even been part of the production. What? It was a show uh, at the Audi. It was a rock and roll musical. Irene Deshanes used to oh put on. Oh my God, I remember you that. You remember those, right? Wow. And she would put these shows on and raise money for different, whether it was the library or yeah. the, uh, the Red Cross or the auditorium. I know they were, that was instrumental in getting the air conditioning in the auditorium. And what happened was she put together a, um, a medley called a men's medley of 50s music. And it was called, uh, the show was called Moments to Remember. Mm. And there were a number of us uh, in the cast, and we did this men's medley, and it went over very, very well. And uh, when I say a number of us, it was probably 15 guys that were in it, and then also women. There was a woman's part. And those numbers went over very well. And in a number of shows after that, there were requests to bring back that medley. So they did. And then after uh, Irene passed away, you know, those shows kind of disappeared. Um, I remember sitting at home and saying, boy, I miss that. That was a lot of fun. Mm. And I've been friends with uh, Bo Geyer, who's an original, uh, and Angelo, you know, who's an original. And uh, I said, come on over to the house. Let's just get together and just sing. So they came over to the house, and we sat down, and we sang. We basically did the men's Like in your living room? Like, uh, Yeah. Pretty much. Wow. We just sat and, and, and did it and just, just to have fun. We had, you know, there were a few uh, adult beverages uh, that were consumed. Copious and, amounts, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we, I think we laughed more than we sang. We had a lot of fun. And my wife came out and she goes, boy, that sounds really good. And I said, well, maybe, maybe we have an act here. So we tried to hone it. We put together some more music and honed it. And we started as just the three of us. And we went out, and I play guitar, and um, we would go out, and sometimes we'd hire a keyboard player, and uh, we played a number of places, um, and it went over very well. And then I thought, well, let's add a fourth. So we added a fourth member, um, 
Drew Seneca. And uh, that ex- expanded the band a little bit more. And uh, I think you might have seen Drew. Uh, I did. Okay, yeah. so it was Drew. And uh, Drew was with us for a couple of years, and then unfortunately he, he was got ill. And we replaced him with a, a gentleman that a lot of people probably know in this area, Rob Dion, yeah, yeah, from the Majestic yeah. Theater. And Rob, um, when we would play the casino, what I would do was hire a backup band. So I'd hire a keyboard player, a bass player, and a drummer. It was so cool. And that's cool. what you saw us with. Yeah, it was so cool. And uh, we'd an get out of the casino and do that, and we started getting more gigs. So we were there six different times. And um, and it just went really well. So our lineup today is Rob Dion, um, Angelo Gentile, Bo Geyer, and myself. And then when we have the band, it's actually a couple of Concord guys, believe it or not. What? Do I know them? <laughs> you may. You may. Ed Reska, no. who's a tremendous drummer. And um, then uh, I have, sometimes I have Jock Irving, but I have Ray Craigie. Who's a bass player? You'll see him. He plays pits for a lot of different oh. theaters, and uh, we've been we've been very busy, very very. Busy. How many We're shows a year? Still going. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, let's see. Just this past summer, we did uh, twenty five. Man. And that was just in the summertime. And we do, we do fairs. We do uh, gazebos. You know, concerts outside. Uh, we do theater work. Um, so it's. That's what it is. Yeah, the audience still loving it. Oh, they love it. You know, know. Ray, what I found is, and I've played many genres of music, but this music touches people in such a way and that it brings back great memories. And it almost, and I use that term that Irene came up with, moments to remember, that you think of those great moments that you had when you were growing up, when you were were dating your first girlfriend, or or you you got engaged to your your wife. Um, And I find that we'll we'll do a lot of, we'll do some nursing homes, retirement communities and whatnot. God bless. And I can't tell you how many times I've had um, children of residents that are in these nursing homes come up to us and say, my God, my father hasn't spoken in over a year. He's had a, he's had a stroke, and, and he was singing to the songs what? and tapping. His, and they would have these big smiles on their faces. So that music touches them. It, it goes right to it. And I have to tell you, it touches me when I see that. Yeah, I'll bet. And we love doing that. We'll go to the veterans' homes. Um, even for an, an unpaid gig, we'll just go. Yeah, you have an agent that hooks you up for all this, um, or do you just cold call? <laughs> we do have an agent. Uh, we actually have two agents, and uh, but we get a lot ourselves. People, you know, word of mouth yeah, will bet. give us a call and find out. We're on we're on um, the web. You can catch us at rockandaddios dot com, and you can see there's some film footage there, and you can see where we're playing and what's going on. The winter's a little bit uh, more tame. It's a little bit quieter. Um, do you get to play weddings or anything? Do you no, ever get? No? No? no. no. Um, weddings. You, you reject was, them? Well. You just don't um, get asked. It's just, it's, I don't think it's the right venue for us. Mm-hmm. We're more of a show. Got you. You know, oh, as you've right, right, seen, right, right, right. we're more of a show type thing. Yeah. And we'll do an hour and a half, 90 minute set, sometimes a two hour. That's it. I think once you get get over that, it gets a 
people get tired of it. Yeah. Well, we're old. We can only dance That's so much. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I can only jitterbug for so long. <laughs> but it's uh, it's a it's a great time. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. We're 12 years now. Really? We've been doing it, yeah. 12 years. Man, and, oh you know, man. Angelo still hits those high notes. Uh, wow. Some of the highlights he we've had. He does all the Frankie Valley stuff, right? He does the Frankie Valley stuff and the uh, Jay Siegel and the Tokens, which, by the way, we played with. We actually opened when? up, oh yeah, a couple of years ago, we did uh, the Shirelles and Jay Siegel and what? the Tokens and the Rockin' Daddy. What? <laughs> In New Hampshire? In New Hampshire. And it, the great thing was we were doing the sound check pre-show, and uh, we did uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight, which a lot of people know, and that's yep. Jay Siegel's song. And Angelo hits those high notes, and we do it in the original key that it was done in. Jay Siegel pops his head out from behind stage, and he looks, and he said, you're doing that in the same key. <laughs> we said, yeah. He came out and sang with us. What? Oh, yeah. It gets better. And uh, he loved it. And then pre-show, we were warming up, and I'll tell you the rest of it. A cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. After the message. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. You are listening to NH Unscripted. Yeah, I know you're feeling lucky. Heck yeah, just like me. I am your happy, happy, happy host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the spa-like conditions of the WKXL studios, deep in the heart of the city of Concord. You're listening to us on the 1450 AM and possibly 103.9 FM in Concord. Or 101.9 FM for you great folks in Manchester. Hey, maybe you're streaming at nhstockradio.com. Jim and I got to go have some manwich sandwiches. We'll be back after we pay a couple of bills. Come into the world of NH Unscripted and leave your world behind. We are NH Unscripted. I am your Bobby Sherman-like host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the Taj Mahal-like palace digs of the WKXL Studios. Can you believe it? I mean, you ought to see what they give us here. Warming towels, we get all kind. Never mind. Anyway, you can find us 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, or we're out at nhtalkradio.com in studio with me, face to face, face to face, if you believe it, is my good friend Jim Regato. Oh, we're just trying to catch up here. Jim, you left us on a bit of a cliffhanger there, bub. Why don't you fill us in? Yeah, well, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun doing that concert. And uh, just prior to the show, you know, you have to warm up, warm your vocals up. You do? So we were, I do anyways. <laughs> just kidding you. <clears throat> and we were, um, our green room, it was, it was actually held in a gymnasium, okay, this concert. Uh, but it was a beautiful stage that they built for us in the whole nine yards. And um, so we're, we're in the, the boys' locker room. All right, that was our dressing room. The boy, and it was also the Tokens' dressing room. Oh, and the Shirelles were in the, in the girls' locker room. Name dropper. So, this guy's a name dropper. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. Yeah. You earned it. 
So we're uh, we're in there. We said, okay, we're getting ready to go on. Let's let's warm up. So we started just singing a few songs, and uh, all of a sudden, this guy comes out, and he and it's the road manager for the Shirelles, and he starts singing with us. And the guy was great. The road manager. The road manager, okay. And then as we're singing along, now the tokens, each one of them starts coming out. And all of us were singing at the same time, I wish I had my phone so I could have recorded it. You're kidding me. You did not record that? And I don't believe it. I I don't believe it. I know. Didn't take a picture of it. Don't believe it. Didn't happen. But uh, we we were like less than five minutes before show. And uh, so we were warming up. We were all in costume. And they came over and just started singing. We had so much fun. Oh, my God. We ran on. We went on the stage. We did our set. As we came off, seriously, the Tokens and the Shirelles, as we were coming off the stage, are giving us high fives as we came out. And we had a blast. Jay Siegel said to, uh, to Angelo, you know, if I can't hit those notes, will you stand behind <laughs> me and do it? <laughs> Angelo, I'll bet So you that was great. That was great. Button. But that was a lot of fun. Man. And you know, this this room does remind me. I, I have played the Trump Taj Mahal. Yeah, and that see? was big. See, and I know. This is just like it. It's cavernous in here. <laughs> <laughs> More like a phone booth, but what the heck? But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, since then, yeah. I've also come up with a, a new group. What? Yes, there's another group that uh, is just about ready to be launched. It's what? called Sazerac Swing. And it's a six-piece group that does kind of eclectic music. Okay. Things like uh, Ain't Nobody Here But Us Chickens, uh, Is You Is, or Is You Ain't My Baby. What? Minnie the Moocher. Music like that. It is so You already so got gigs signed up? Have you We've got, got a couple of gigs signed up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot and of fun. And who's in that? It's going to be a Drop lot of Drop some names. Well, again. The Shirelles, obviously. <laughs> no, no, no. They're not going to be The Tokens, there. obviously. No, Because no, you're rubbing shoulders now with all the hoi polloi. Um, but those are two that we we just had a really great time yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Eddie Reska's doing memory. drums again for um, Feast from Concord. Yeah. Jo- uh, Jock Irving. Irvine, I guess. He's also from Concord. He's in it. Ed Chenoweth uh, from the Manchester area. I, I know it. Uh, Ed's a tremendous keyboard player. Mm. Tremendous keyboard player. He's well known throughout the industry. You got brass in there too? We also have <gasps> Scotty Grollo on the saxophone. You do? Yes, I do. I have uh, Roy D'Annunzio uh, from, what is he from? Northfield, Gilmanton area, I guess. Man. Uh, he plays guitar. And I also play guitar and do most of the vocals. And it's uh, it's a good thing. So oh. watch for it. It's called Sazerac Swing. You got a website for that? Not yet. Okay. We're working on it. How do you spell Sazerac? S A Z E R A C. Where did that name come from? Now that's a good. I'm glad few, you asked. A that. few adult beverages in there too. Uh, Sazerac <laughs> yeah. is a rye whiskey. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sazerac is a what? rye whiskey. Yes. Uh, I was doing the play a company. Okay. okay, and in that I was playing the part of Larry. I think it was the character at the time, and I sang a song where I talk about a girl who likes Sazerac swings. Well, slings, Sazerac slings. So, being the, the good actor, I researched it. Yeah, and found out that it was a, a rye whiskey, and I actually went to Concord where they had the the speakeasy, which I don't think is there any longer. It used to be the barbershop, yeah. Chuck's bar, and I noticed they had it. So I ordered a Sazerac sling, 
and it was really four cool. days later when you wake up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty. It's pretty good stuff. It's uh, and are you telling me good. you knew about that? Is that is that what you you knew about that? Oh dang! I gotta come <laughs> well, out of my Sazerac, cave. Yeah, Sazerac, you can't get it in New Hampshire. You can't buy it in New Hampshire. So I had a friend of mine in uh, Rhode Island. He brought me a bottle of it. And it's wonderful. Wait, stuff. you cannot get it in New Hampshire. In all of our state liquor stores. You cannot get it. They don't they don't sell it. it because they won't? It's just like cores. Well, they won't a, come there, past the there's a fifty there's a the Mississippi year and there's an eighteen year. And uh, the fifteen year is, is more available. It's 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 a rather expensive one. Yeah. Uh, the eighteen years, uh, you're talking upwards of four thousand dollars a bottle. What? <laughs> What? Yeah, I did not get that bottle. You didn't? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, I would think you had the cash now that you're with the Shirelles and the uh, tokens, well, you know. No. So <laughs> anyway, that's how I came up with the name. I, we were doing this music, and it's from that same era. Uh, Sazerac is one of the first cocktails that came out of the, I don't know, the early days. Post-prohibition? Yeah. yeah. Oh, pre-prohibition. Pre-prohibition. And... Uh, so I said, you know, that would kind of fit. Sazerac swing, and we were doing swings. So wow. We did that. I just came back from New York over the Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. and one of the things we did was we went to see a swing band. Uh-huh. Uh, I was at a jazz club. Um, but, man, what a time. There had to be, I think there was either fi- maybe 15 of them. Oh, wow. Dude, they had dueling saxophones. There was like three guys all playing saxophone, dueling it out, you know. Oh, yeah. It was so cool. They had instruments I've never even seen before. This guy had a, looked like a violin yeah. with a, with a, like a horn attached to it, like a trumpet horn attached to it. Hmm. And he was playing that thing. I He had a name for it. I could pull it up. But wow. I, I, dude, it was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's such a great era of, of music, you know, and they're yeah. going through. They had like telephone books of music that they were like, oh, sure. okay, we're going to 283, and yeah. they would all flip the over. The fake and, books, the, old, the real books they used to call them. They call them. What? It's called a real book. Okay. And it's all the music is in there, and you can just flip in, and, you, and it gives you a section of the song, shows you how to play it. Really? Oh, yeah. I yeah. have no idea. See, yeah. that's, you I'm get telling those, you, it's uh, worth getting out of bed. What. <laughs> Nowadays, you can do everything on the internet, which is amazing. Have you ever um, been to New York? Have you been to New York City? Yeah. Well, sure. Recently? Not recently, no. I went, and uh, one of the things we did when we were there was we went to the brand new Museum of Broadway. Oh, really? Oh, my God, Jim. Oh, my God. So you were in it. (laughs) You had a ticket. I I had a ticket. (laughs) So tell me about it. It's unbelievable. It's like three floors. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first place you go to, you go in this little, like, um, it's a black box little thing which seats maybe 20 people. And there's a video about how... um, Broadway got its beginnings, and that there's only like really two theaters that are actually on Broadway. There's 42 theaters that they consider Broadway caliber, but there's only like two that are literally on Broadway. And and as they show you this projection, you see the city being built up, and then you see where the little theaters all uh, came into being, mm-hmm. and how they went through the their infamous porn thing during the. 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and then how it cleaned up, you know, Broadway almost went under, and then they cleaned up their act, and all these other ones popped up now, and so after you see that little history, you you take this tour through all the walls, um, I think close to all the walls, are covered with scripts, pages of scripts 
that they have either glued or somehow they, they've attached them to the and uh, certain rooms, if the play, I don't know how they determined which ones, but like Oklahoma gets its own room. It was such a big production that it gets its own room. And there's music playing from the different songs and mm-hmm. there's history playing as you go through the different rooms. They cover everything. And then towards the end, thankfully, they have um, this one area where it's dedicated to all the people behind the scenes. Mm. So, you know, when you think about museum, uh, Broadway, you think about the, the plays themselves and the actors. But they took the time to dedicate this whole area to stagehands, to the uh, script writers, to the people who work back there. It is fascinating. You mm. would love it. You oh, would love absolutely. it. Oh, dude. I'll have to check that out. We are, this is unbelievable how fast the time goes. And we're still, I still haven't gotten to the questions I wanted to ask. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. This is great. You have been listening for the first three blocks. We got one more to go. NH Unscripted, but you knew that. That's why you're here. I am Ray Dudley, your host. Happy to be alive and doing this. We are coming to you. From the monk-like conditions of the WKXL studios in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and in Manchester, 101.9 FM, and you can find us, not yet, not, don't touch that keyboard, nhtalkradio.com. Jim and I will be back in a minute. We got a lot to try to cover in the next segment. Yikes. That's the Archies. I got them on my mind. I'm not quite sure why, but hey, I kind of look like Archie, maybe when he's 100. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley, and we are coming to you from the incredible, incredible digs. It's almost like Six Flags in here, WKXL Studios. It's unbelievable what happens in here. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, those are conking-based, 101.9 FM in Manchester for you blessed souls down there. And you can find this show as well as the archives of all the other great programs that happen here at the studio, nhtalkradio.com. We are quickly sliding through this this soon-to-be award-winning episode, I'm sure. Jim Regato's in the house with me, and we are just bumping gums, baby. There we have a lot to talk about. Jim, how's the family? Family's doing great. For people, these are some of the the hardest working family, I think, in, in New Hampshire as far as shows go. Judy <laughs> is an unbelievable stage manager. Unbelievable. She, thank you. Dedicated. She is. She's very, very dedicated. Um, matter of fact, she's she did a... Christmas Carol. I'm shocked. Just, just recently. I'm shocked. She, she was the props on that. She did the props. And my daughter, you know my daughter Jenna. I do. She was the choreographer for Hi, it. Jenna. And she's doing, uh, <laughs> she's doing their next show. There's a broad, it's a Broadway thing for Powerhouse. Oh, I saw that. She's choreographing that. Um, Judy's also doing, I don't know what else she She's, she's, she's probably she's got cha- five. She's stage five in that. Yeah. And now, yeah. and I'm she's shocked. also... 
She's stage managing, um, let me see, the children's program up at uh, the Winnie Playhouse. They have a place. Oh, they're educational thing? They're educational. She's doing that. And she's got two or three of them lined up, actually. So, yeah, the three of us are involved in theater as supporters and working behind the stage, like you were talking about from the museum. You still ushering up there? You guys usher periodically. Every opening night. You do. um, My wife and I go there. I wear a tuxedo. She wears a gown. And... We've been doing it now for years, and people say, why, why are you wearing this? And I say, well, it's opening night, and just because we're in New Hampshire doesn't mean we can't get dressed up. Yeah. And Duh. so the actors love it. All the professionals always comment yeah. and come, come over to us and thank us for doing it. But it's just nice, and it, it adds a, a whole nother feel yeah. to being in the theater. And why not? I know, I know. And it's the Winnie. I mean, it's the really, Winnie Playhouse. The, right? Their reputation. I mean, it just. They have some great shows coming up. I uh, know. Doing the Jersey Boys. You know. I saw yeah, that. I could doing that. I'm gonna be there. Was it King Richard the Third? They're doing that. Yeah, the, don't know it, but it's Shakespeare. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for filling me in on that. <laughs> the Jersey Boys. I cannot wait to see. Yeah, that's gonna be great. I uh, know. I know. So I think, um, isn't this? Like the season when they start going to New York and Boston and start casting all that stuff? Yeah, as a matter of fact, in the next uh, couple of weeks. Ooh, yeah, they'll baby. be down at New York uh, casting. Man, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, they have a great season coming up. I forget what else they've got, but um, uh, the Jersey Boys. Is high. Oh, grab that. Grab that real quick. He's getting a calendar from the Winnipesaukee Playhouse, which I was supposed to have one, but I didn't. That's on me. Oh, yeah. Bring that puppy over here. Does it have their current what the their current season on there? It's all their current season. There you go. There you go. Let me look at that thing. Richard the Third in the Heights. Oh my God. La Cage Falls. Oh my. Is that pronounced right? Anybody? No student. <laughs> Correct that old man. Which I have no idea what that's about. And Jersey Boys. Oh baby. Mm-hmm. Jersey Boys. July June twenty first to July sixth. Cannot wait. Can yeah, you win that? Be great. Uh, not that I know of yet. They haven't, oh, cast, they haven't cast it. Okay. Haven't okay. It. There's I, probably an audition notice in I your could, mailbox. I could see. And doing a year of Frog and Toad. I know nothing about that play. Wait, that you, is quite the play. You were in that, weren't you? No, or, I wasn't. Years Matt, ago, Matt was in that. Oh, got you, got you. <laughs> I get you guys confused. In the house, Richard the Third, Lacage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's uh, Sherlock. Sherlock Mystery Radio Hour. Wait, isn't they, that coming up? They do a radio play. That is. That's going to be was like... February 22nd through the 25th. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. next week. You know, people always ask me, how do you get into acting? Yeah. You know? and uh, They never ask me. One of the... <laughs> well, they can't compete with you. That's why. <laughs> but they a lot of times, we had a talk back for the last production I was in, and a gentleman asked we had all the actors out on stage how do you get into this how can i do this and i suggested that especially if you've never done it before is to go to a, do a radio play mm. the winnipesaukee playhouse usually does two a year the next one is the sherlock mystery hour we just had uh the halloween one it. didn't you have the halloween we, have, we always have a halloween yeah one. this is something new and uh what's nice about it is you go to the audition and you don't have the pressure of memorizing lines. So you have the script in front of you and you're you're an actor playing a radio actor yeah. on stage. Oh, so they actually yeah. build a radio studio on stage and you go complete up and you do this. Right? Complete with a Foley, right? Complete with a Foley artist that does all the sound effects. 
And that's a great way to do it. It is. Try it and see if you like it. Great point. Standing in front of an audience, you hopefully vocal acting, Mm -hmm. uh, but you have your script right there. Whereas things that you do and things that I do and Andrew, yeah. You know, there's a little pressure involved. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of memorization, a little bit of brain power. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so, yeah, that's they're doing that, and then they're doing the ferryman in April, and then, uh, Man, they're see. busy up there. Yeah, they're doing Mr. Burns. Judy's probably involved dope. in every single one of them. Sideways stories for them from Wayside School. That's the one she's stage managing right now, and it's about a gentleman who builds a 30-room school. He was given... Just told to build a 30-room school, and instead of making it on one level, he did each room on top of each other, <laughs> so it's 30 floors high. And then they're doing okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Roald Dahl's Matilda. Matilda. The musical. A, they're going to be doing that. That's a famous one, though. Yeah. Theater Kapow's going to be up there. They're doing uh, Wait, the what? Exhale. They yes, are? They're yes. everywhere nowadays. <clears throat> they're they're going to be the up Bank there, of New um, Hampshire stage. Now they're up at the Winnie, too. Oh, yeah. They're going to be there March 1st through the 3rd. If you do not know about Theater Kapow... Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're great. Understatement alert. They are great. And you've got uh, an improv Olympics. So if you're into improv, they have that up there, too. Do you do improv? You have done improv? I have. Do you, do you like it? I love it. Really? Are you kidding me? No, when I, I played opposite you, we I did improv. <laughs> you just never stayed on script. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do something. <laughs> I hate the pressure. I, you know, I, maybe it's just my age. I, I don't have fond memories of uh, going back and, and doing any kind of improv. The, just the fact that you have to think so quickly on your feet. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, mm-hmm. the, it's one thing to memorize lines and just be able to spew them back out. But, dude, when you're in front of a live audience and there's no script and you got to come up with something, yeah, a little bit. Hey, what's that picture right yeah, there? Yeah, I was just looking at April huh. 2024 when the ferryman will be huh. going through the 25th through the 28th. And there's this picture in the upper right-hand corner from a play called Laughter on the 23rd Floor. What? There what? is, and there are two of the most handsome actors I've ever seen. What? Pictured. What? <laughs> it's you and I. Shocking. In a confrontational Shocking. scene. Oh, dude, that was a great play. That was a great play. That was a, was a lot great of fun. Play. Yeah. A lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, oh, that was great memories from that so one. So, actually, there's a picture of the two of us. Yeah. Acting on yeah. stage. It's frameable. Yeah. <laughs> Frameable, yeah, yeah. So yes, that's indeed. the uh, Winnie Playhouse calendar. I mean, that's yeah. actually chock full. It is. Did you get a, a commemorative mug from the 20th? <sighs> I bought it. I don't I mean, think I, I did. I, mean, I don't think to, I did. I had to shell out for it, but <laughs> what, what can I say? <laughs> they didn't just give it to you? I, no, no. <laughs> I know. I know. You would think, right? Yeah. No, no, I don't. So how's things up there in uh, Guilford? You live. I live in Laconia. Laconia. I live oh, in Laconia. really? Oh yeah. That's well, Laconia I live, there. That's Laconia. I live right on the Guilford line. Okay. So I, I can actually. See I always the think lake you're from, on the Winnie, actually itself. Well, if you look from my back deck, yeah, you can see Winnipesaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. You can see the water. Yeah, you yes. still have your boat. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, I have my boat and that's a lot of we work. Have a lot of fun. Not at all. No. That's no, a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's great to be able to. Uh, go out whenever I want, and yeah. uh, I go around the islands, watch a sunset. Do you take it out every year? Take it out of the water? No, yeah. What do you mean take it out? Well, do you take it out onto the lake every year? Do you, every year? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I take what? it out about every day. <laughs> do you? You go out absolutely. that much? Absolutely. I would. I have no idea. I don't own a boat. I mean, I. I you used to. 
No. Did you I have live- a little rowboat or something? <laughs> Kayak. <laughs> they consider that. <laughs> you devil. But anyway, <laughs> hey, let close. me ask you a yeah, question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know, getting to the serious side of, of acting. Yeah. What, um, you know, people always say, how do you how do, you do this? Yeah. How do you get up there on the stage and, and just do it? And I know everyone has little traditions yeah. before they go on. Yeah. What's yours? Before a show, um, and this started in college for me, I like to go backstage and sit and listen to the audience. I love to hear their conversations. I love to hear, it kind of lets me know what I'm in for as far as the audience itself, or what kind of reaction. You know, sometimes they're tired. Sometimes they're like up, they've been out for dinner and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I love to just stand back there and listen. I'll listen for like 15 minutes. All right, well listen, hold that thought because we're going to break just for a moment. We're and more we'll than be break. right back with the Jim Regato Show <laughs> featuring Ray Dudley and he's going to uh, tell you more about yeah, his conditions. Good luck. Oh, that was block four, was it not? Yes, sir. You have been listening to NH Unscripted and I skated by that one by the skin of my teeth. I am Ray Dudley ever so thankful to be doing this your happy happy host Jim Regato has been my guest again cutting it shot we are coming to you from the digs of the WKXL studios in Concord 1450 AM 103.9 FM and you blessed people in Manchester 101.9 and you can find us on nhstockradio.com we are out of here till the next one bye bye